0: Hello. Hi. How is it going? I'm okay. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. (laughs) Have you ever seen this one before? No. I
1: almost didn't pick it because for some reason I was like convinced that we had
0: done this. If we had seen it together, I was probably blackout drunk at the time, if I'm being honest. We was That's probably fair. in college, and I would have been blackout at the time. No,
1: I thought that we had done it on the podcast. Oh no, 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 no!
0: I think we've talked about it before, though.
1: Maybe that was it. I don't know, but either way, uh, today we're talking about. Oh, we have an intro. Oh, hey,
0: oh, okay. uh, I'm Brittany. <laughs> I'm Raina. Us uh, and chainsaws.
1: Today we're talking about Black Christmas from, from 1974.
0: 1974.
1: The original. Bum bum bum. Um, do you wanna guess the budget?
0: Two million dollars.
1: You're way too high.
0: Oh, is it one million dollars?
1: The budget for this was six hundred (laughs) thousand dollars.
0: (laughs) Shut up, really? Yeah. (laughs) Did it did it do okay in the box office?
1: Do you wanna guess what it made in the box office? Yeah. Uh, two million dollars. they are a little bit low. Is it three and a half million dollars? This made 4.1 million dollars. My
0: next guess was gonna be four, but I thought, no, Brittany, that's too high. Say three and a half instead. <laughs> of a- um,
1: so I will confess that I watched this, I watched it like I watched the first half and then I watched the second half today. After work, um, I was drunk when I watched the first <laughs> My notes are wild. So are mine. Okay. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was also a little intoxicated at the time. So, um, but I absolutely adored this. I absolutely adored this. Uh, I this can't wait
1: to watch this again. Directed by Bob Clark and this is credited as one of the original like slashers yes uh inspired by the urban legend the babysitter and the man upstairs um the screenplay was originally called stop me ooh that would have been um,
0: whoa are you there? Yes. Sorry. It was my sister's calling again. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what the- I've never heard that noise. From this. Yes, it happened earlier.
1: Hilarious. Um, okay. Good to know <laughs> that that's what that is and not something terrible happening. No, no.
0: Plot twist. I am being murdered by the man upstairs. <laughs>
1: The call is coming from inside the house. The
0: call is coming from inside the house!
1: Um, this has a remake. This has two remakes. One from 2006, which I have not seen. Mm-hmm. And one from 2019, which I have seen.
0: One of them is just called Black Xmas, though, correct? Or is that something it's, different?
1: I don't know. Hold on.
0: I the, feel like I it's that. not
1: the 2019 version, because that one's just called Black Christmas. But maybe the 2006 one is. Let me take
0: a look. It's the 2006 version. That makes sense. Because <laughs> I don't know that one.
1: He claimed that uh, Roy Moore, who was the screenwriter.
0: Which sounds familiar to me.
1: You can look him up.
0: Uh, I did not. (laughs) I'm going to. I'm
1: going to do that right now. Uh, He also claimed to have been inspired by a series of murders that occurred during the holiday season in Montreal. Um, The murders occurred in 1943 and were perpetrated by a 14-year-old boy who bludgeoned several (gasps) of his family members to death. Oh, my fucking God. What? That's wild. Oh, this. Sorry, I thought you were... I thought something happened, you're like looking up Roy Moore and found something.
0: I was looking up Roy Moore. Roy, Roy Moore, I can't find anything on him. I don't recognize any of his stuff. <laughs>
1: um, do, 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 do. Um, Bob Clark felt that college and high school students had not been depicted with any sense of reality in American film. He felt that college, he wanted to capture the astuteness of young adults. He what said, college about? students, even 1974, are astute people. They're not fools. It's not all bikinis, beach blankets, and bingo, which, that was so funny to me. <laughs> I,
0: I wish that too. my college experience was bikinis and bingo <laughs> and beach, beach what? Beach parties? Beach bodies? <laughs>
1: Bikinis, beach blankets, and bingo.
0: Like I wish that that's what college had been like for me. You know what college was? College was depression. College was debt and crying and the onset of alcoholism. (laughs) I fucking wish my college experience had been bikinis and beach blankets and bingo. So moving on. (laughs) Bob Clark, you're killing me.
1: What are you talking about? He said it's not that.
0: It's not that. Yes. Correct. But I don't know who he thinks is saying that college is like that. Who thinks college is like that, Rena?
1: He's saying...
0: You're not listening to anything. I'm saying. No. So Bob Clark is saying that in 1974, it's this is not what college is. Young people are much more astute than this.
1: No. He's saying... That college and high school students had not been depicted with any sense of reality in American film. He wanted to capture (laughs) what it's really like. Yes. As people. Because it is
0: not all (laughs) bikinis and beach blankets and bingo. Which is how he felt they were depicted. There we go. Okay. Okay. I'm just getting riled up, I guess. My mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Listen,
1: I. You are not at all listening to what I'm saying. Or what Bob Clark
0: is saying. I was hearing. I was hearing you, but I wasn't listening.
1: No. You were not.
0: Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm so sorry. Just fire me now.
1: Uh, Gilda Radner was originally offered the role of Phyllis, of Phil. Uh, She accepted the part, but dropped out one month before filming. Because she had SNL commitments. Um, doo, doo, doo. Did you notice my boy, John Saxon? No, well, who is that? What are you talking He He's Nancy Thompson's dad in Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Hold on. Ridiculous. What'd you say? John Saxon. Lieutenant Kenneth Fuller. Yeah. <laughs> He's also in Dawn to Dusk.
1: I don't care about that. I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> what is that? We watched from dawn till dusk. Yes, you do know what that is.
1: From dusk till dawn?
0: What did I say?
1: From dawn to
0: dusk. Listen, you know That's the be- daytime. That's the daytime! That's just day. <laughs> from dusk Are you good? till dawn. No, I'm not. I'm so... Listen, it's thrown me off my rhythm to have so many people trying to contact me. I truly feel like I cannot know a moment's peace and that I've ruined our whole podcast.
1: So You need to take just a minute. Just breathe. I'm going to keep talking.
0: We're doing great.
1: You take a moment and collect your thoughts. Yes, John Saxon has a small cameo in From Dusk Till Dawn. (laughs) Yeah. What the hell's happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay. John Saxon is in this movie. <laughs> um He had he was not the first person originally for Lieutenant Fuller. You're still there, right? You're just breathing? Yes, I'm just breathing. Okay. <laughs> I realized what if she's not there? What if, oh, if she's <laughs> disconnected? Up. She's so quiet. <laughs> um, he was not originally supposed to be in this. The person that they had originally offered it to, unfortunately, started um, showing symptoms of Alzheimer's and had to drop out due to declining health.
0: Oh, that's And so John
1: Saxon, it does suck very unfortunate i don't know this man's name or i mean i don't know this man his name is edmund o'brien uh but so the producers called john saxon up and offered him the role he accepted and had to arrive in toronto within two days to begin shooting which is crazy um um uh skimming all my notes because i was not sober when i took these um the film apparently i screenshot this it says television premiere controversy the film was under the title stranger in the house which is not a good title in my opinion
0: a terrible title
1: was set to make its network television premiere on NBC's weekly Saturday Night at the Movies. (gasps) No! Two weeks prior to its premiere, the Chi Omega Sorority House on the campus of Florida State University was the scene of a double murder in which two of the sorority sisters asleep in their beds were bludgeoned to death. (gasps) The killer then went to a nearby room in the house and violently attacked two more sleeping women who survived, The killer was later identified as Ted Bundy.
0: Shut up. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, so. (laughs) Holy shit. Um, Did they still put it on television? A few days before the movie was set to
1: premiere, uh, Florida's then governor contacted NBC president to request the movie not be shown due to its all too similar theme as the murders of sorority sisters by an unknown madman. Um, so it was set to premiere January 28th, 1974. On Tuesday, January 24th, NBC TV gave several of its affiliates in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama the option of showing an alternate movie in place of "Okay Stranger in the House, which what the fuck, I hate that so much. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. It's,
0: that's wild.
1: Yeah. Very unfortunate. <sighs> oh, um. <man. laughs> Variety called the film A Bloody Senseless Kill for Kicks feature that exploits unnecessarily unnecessary violence in a university sorority house operated by an implausibly alcoholic ex-hoofer. Its slow-paced murky tale involves an obscene telephone caller who apparently delights in killing the girls off one by one, even the hapless house mother.
0: Yeah, that's just called a slasher. That's well, what to be is, fair... This was probably new. The F-F-F-O. term wasn't... Yeah, like, this... This is one of the
1: first ones. It was like, It's this and, like, well, psycho.
0: This was probably shocking to audiences, too, like, all things considered, because this was a little bit graphic.
1: Yeah, it's pretty graphic, considering, and... It's a lot if I like, I, you and I cannot possibly imagine what it was like. Oh my God, no. Before, like, slashers. No. I'd say that all things considered, you and I are pretty desensitized to stuff.
0: Which I think is kind of, I think about that sometimes. I do think it's kind of unfortunate because, like, I know that it's not super common that people are, like, into scary movies the way that you and I are into scary movies where we're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You can go ahead and play that right before bedtime. I'll be all right. You know right. what I mean? Like. Yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: Do you remember? This is kind of sort of still on topic. Do you remember when we were kids, when all of those studies came out saying that, like, children our age, on average, by the time they hit, like, 12 years old or something, had seen well over a million murders on television? No. No. <laughs> I believe you, but I don't know what that is. Which just, like, I think that that, that's standing out to me right now because I'm thinking about, like, 1974, contextually, like, the things that are going on in the world in 1974 are yes, violent, yes, tragic, yes, traumatic, but, like, not to the same extent that they are now. Like, like, primetime television in today's day and age includes but is not limited to murder and sexual violence the things that we say on television during prime time now are not things that you even would have been able to say during the late night hours in 1974 you know what i mean like this is a whole different time and and context in which we're viewing this yeah. so like i don't know this I now that i'm thinking about it i guess more critically like i guess this is more of a this probably was very shocking to people back in 1974. That being said, I think this movie is excellent and I can't wait to watch it again.
1: Um, I do think, obviously, like I agree with you, we do live in a completely different world. They, you see all sorts of things on television, in TV shows, and movies. Um, I also always think about specifically in Across the Universe, where um, the one guy comes over to, what the fuck is his name, Jude and the girl's house. Like their Lucy. apartment. Yeah. Yes, Lucy. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I was like Evan Rachel Wood. Yes. Um, And he brings a TV over because isn't he's his, setting up the antenna.
0: Isn't his name Pablo?
1: Or Paco, yeah, yeah it is. Something
0: <laughs> like that. Yeah, he sets up a TV and they're seeing murder in their house for the first time because yes. they're seeing footage of the Vietnam War.
1: Which that to me is a lot worse <laughs> watching these f- women these fake fictional women get fictionally murdered
0: yeah these are real soldiers real human beings real i mean at that point in time men real boys from the US
1: real boys <laughs> a real boy
0: <laughs> well but a lot of them were just little no, boys though no, right know, you know i know
1: i know just just the way that it sounded yeah,
0: you're right. Just sounded like panooka. I could have phrased that better, but also, <laughs> you a lot are not of wrong. Were just kids. They were children. They were children, younger than you and I, which is, and we're not old. <laughs> I feel old. Well, yes, I feel. But old. that's a whole nother. We'll get there at a different time. The fact remains: this is fucked up for 1974.
1: Yes, I just always think it's very interesting seeing. Two generations above us, older than us, saying stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Like I was twelve. I wasn't making TV. You were the yeah. ones making it.
0: <laughs> it's not my fault that I witnessed all of that.
1: Yeah. You made it. You wanted to make money off of it. You put it on the TV. And then you have the audacity to go around and say, This is crazy. Like you you did this. I was a ch- you what did what, this. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> that's I just think that part of that is interesting I agree with you um okay so Chicago Tribune gave the film one and a half stars out of four and called it a routine shocker uh that is notably is notable only for indicating the kind of junk roles that talented actresses are forced to play in the movies um (laughs) <laughs> Black Christmas holds an approval rating of 71% on Rotten Tomatoes
0: it deserves to be higher
1: I agree um, and those are all my previewing notes
0: are you ready to get into it? I am
1: um my first note says Margot Kidder because I definitely did
0: not um, pay attention to that hilarious the first time that I watched this movie My first note is... Did you notice that? I did. That's my next note. My first note is Halloween style first person. The way that we are like in that opening shot where we are Mm -hmm. point of view the killer, I was like ooh, okay, okay. Um, And then my next note is is that the wife from Amityville? Margot (laughs) Kenner! It is. It sure is. Um,
1: It's very interesting that like Obviously, I would also call it the Halloween style because
0: it's from the same time period, it's the same fucking point of view. Well, it's like type of filming
1: two or four years later.
0: Like, John Carpenter
1: hadn't done anything yet. Oh, anything, I mean, he hadn't done Halloween yet. That's what I meant. He hadn't
0: done anything, yeah. I guess this is this is four years before Halloween,
1: huh? Yeah, is Halloween 76 or
0: 78?
1: 78. So, yeah, four years before. Um, Again, credited as one of the few, one of the originals.
0: This movie, that's something that I did appreciate about this movie. And I know we're not there yet, but the. So, Halloween came out after, but like we're shown this first person point of view where we are the killer. This happens four years before that exact same type of shot happens in Halloween. The Mm -hmm. premise that the call is coming from inside the house. I have that written down so many fucking times. This is not the movie that's credited with the call is coming from inside the house. It's when a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. Which comes out after this. Yes. We credit things like Nightmare on Elm Street as being like some of the first slashers. But like this came out well before Nightmare. I don't know. I think that this movie is underappreciated and underrated, in my opinion. I
1: wouldn't call Nightmare one of the original slashers. I would just call it a different form of a slasher. That's fair enough. I think it kind of kicked off the golden age in the 80s. Absolutely. Which isn't even true, because Friday the 13th came out before that. And Halloween came out before that.
0: Friday the 13th, I think, was its own brand, though. You know, Friday the 13th is a, a different type of slasher than Nightmare on Elm Street. No, oh, is, it is.
1: They're not the same. No. Necessarily. They're very similar in a way because it's a supernatural killer. But is it, though? Not the original Friday the 13th, but what it turned into.
0: What it turned into. The monster which it has created. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. It just—I think that because this movie is uncredited in so many ways, I think that this movie is unappreciated, or not maybe not unappreciated, but underappreciated for sure. I think that you were just discovering this movie.
1: I love this. Movie. People love this. This is a Do cult they? classic. Yeah. Oh, thank God. It's okay. not. <laughs> you keep thank saying, God. like, under or unappreciated. Well, and it's only got a 71% on Rotten
0: Tomatoes. But that Santa doesn't mean Sangre. Anything. Had, well, Santa Sangre had, what did we say, 86%? Yeah,
1: but if you go and you look at them, they probably have a different number of reviews.
0: Oh, you're right, man. I oh, forget that that's doesn't how math really works. Sometimes. I forget that's how math works. <laughs> I forget. Anyway. I go to school for math.
1: Yeah, anyway, you
0: graduated, didn't you? <laughs> barely. Anyway, my next more note so is, than me. <laughs> my next note is: look at that fur coat. Jesus fucking Christ! One of the sorority sisters is in this enormous fucking fur coat, and it's just like it's comical to see a human being wear fur like that. I'm sure. Again, I'm sure the context was very different in 1974, but like from an outsider's perspective, like, looking at a grown human being wearing a fur coat like that, I'm like, who are you? A fucking Rockefeller? What is this? Like, what are you doing?
1: It's always interesting to me what the difference between what you and I deem important enough to note. (laughs) I'm, like, looking through my notes and I'm like, what the fuck about a fur coat? What are you talking
0: about? (laughs) Miri loved the hand sweater. I hated it at first and then it grew on me. Um, I hate that. <laughs> you know exactly what fucking sweater I'm talking about, though. <laughs> like, the two hands.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: I loved it. Again. After a while, I was like, yeah, all right. I'd wear that. <laughs> um, I don't really have a note until the first phone call. No, Claire. That's the Morbid Tabernacle Choir doing their annual obscene phone call. Oh, my God. That was so fucking funny. It was um, hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. I think her. that there's a lot of good one-liners. Barb is hilarious. Barb, is Margot so Kidder did such funny. a good job.
0: She's so funny, like and way better
1: than an Amityville. <laughs> these
0: are these are one-liners, but they're different from the types of one-liners that we would see today. So, like things like that, I don't think I don't think people would say that in a in a movie now. We get like Diablo Cody, who's good at like the quick. Um, what are those do you know what I'm trying to say here yes <laughs> like quick one-liners but this is like aggressive sarcasm I don't know it's different it's a different kind of humor well, and yeah, it's a it. different age it's hilarious
1: <laughs> obviously um, they're gonna make references like the Mormon <laughs> Kevin like
0: no one it's funny though no one our age is gonna make jokes like that but they should because they're funny
1: it's funny, but it's not <laughs> culturally
0: relevant. The phone call is truly like creepy. I, not even fucking not, weird. Not just creepy. I pride myself in being someone who is not easily bothered by particular types of language. Cursing doesn't really bother me. I mean clearly as as you have all heard um I've things like that don't really bother me I wrote that is the most obscene thing I've ever heard
1: It's all like yeah I would characterize the phone calls like worse than the murders
0: <laughs> it was because it was its own form of like that was violence um, yeah that was violence I felt violated afterwards. I was like, this is not this is not good for me.
1: Um I love the the camera panning over all of the girls like while they're just standing
0: there listening to the phone call. With their mouths open and they're yeah, like, Yeah, because it's, it's shocking. <laughs> it's shocking weird to say the least. <laughs> like who the fuck who just calls and it's like, yep, this is gonna be what I'm gonna say to these girls. Well, I mean. And clearly, he's got his own shit going on, but come on, man. He's not, not a normal person. Not a sane person. Clearly.
1: Uh, my next one just says Rip Claire. Rip Claire. <laughs> um, let's see. I love Mrs. Max's secret stash of booze.
0: Bro, the first time she whipped out a bottle of alcohol, I was like, this woman's an alcoholic. It just kept fucking happening. And it kept happening. The, the more times it happened, the more I was like, yep. Um, I was like, man. Let's see. Why are you doing? I don't remember what Barb said, but she said something about. <sighs> what did she say? She said something really fucked up. And I said that was a really fucked up thing to say, Barb. With that said, it doesn't okay like it doesn't mean it's okay for you to get hurt just because you said something fucked up. Um, was that call coming from inside the house in all caps? <laughs> Did you write painting? that every time it was a call? Yeah,
1: pretty much. My next note just says, "Oh, Jess needs
0: to talk to Peter," and then and I underlined it three times. I need to talk to Peter. The painting of the flower in what's your face's room? Uh huh looked like a butthole. Um, I do love her little octopus stuffed animal though. I don't know what this is in reference to, but it just says UNSAFE! That could... what? That could be anything. <laughs> it scary? could be anything. Uh, the call was coming from inside the house. Jess looks familiar too. And it's because she's in It. She's also Juliet in Romeo. In Juliet, where Romeo looks like Zac Efron. <laughs> she's also
1: Juliet in Romeo in
0: Romeo and Juliet, where Romeo looks like Zach Efron. Looks
1: like Zach Efron. We all know. A very weird, weird cultural moment for people our generation. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated that so much that everybody always knew
0: it. We really, oh yeah. Um, um I love you, I know. This was before Star Wars Han Solo. Uh, yeah i don't know again i was pretty intoxicated so who's to say um
1: (laughs) my next note says oh no jess is
0: (laughs) (laughs) pregante
1: i said and then my next my next two notes (laughs) peter sucks underlined three times i hate him in all caps abortion is a right and peter can go die and then i underlined that three times
0: (laughs) 100 percent correct so i have a few notes before that i wrote oh look the the mandatory black couple um (laughs) which because truly they're the only people of color in this entire movie
1: who is that old woman
0: in reference to mrs mac (laughs) who is that old woman i love her (laughs) love the sex poster that she's covering up from claire's dad
1: oh that's so funny
0: Quote from Mrs. Mack These broads would hump the Leaning Tower of Pisa if they could get up there. I hate that. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. My next note is Good for you, Jess. We love an abortion plotline. You know, we do. We do.
1: <laughs> Dirty dancing.
0: <laughs> oh my God. That's what we should watch.
1: That's not even close to horror.
0: <laughs> not you. Well, I mean, you and I can watch that separately, like a different time. I meant me. Oh, Club. I think that would be okay. lovely. <laughs> I was like, "What? That's we no." <laughs> I want to talk to you about the 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 conversation that this killer has with himself while he's on the phone. Um, which one? <laughs> All of them, just collectively as a whole. He mentions Agnes a couple of Agnes times. Agnes a lot. Agnes and Billy. And Billy. I want to know who Agnes and Billy are. I want not the know there.
1: I don't have an answer. I haven't looked closer into it. Oh, <laughs> I, clearly. I think that it's creepier that there's not
0: a clear-cut answer. I hate the cat licking the plastic bag. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> OMG, Mrs. Mac is going to find Claire dead. Um... Eight- a-plus for that murder's creativity, meaning Mrs. Mack on the hook.
1: You are jumping a lot of stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Claire's missing. We're oh. reporting her missing.
0: Yes. You well, the plastic know... bag is Claire. Claire is inside the plastic bag.
1: Uh, you didn't make a note of Barb's telling the one cop the fellatio was the number? Busy laughing about it to make a note. You don't pause the movie to make a note about that? (laughs) Hell,
0: nah. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) my next note, all caps.
0: Then they tease that poor cop, but also that's they should. That cop sucks. (laughs) That cop's a fucking idiot.
1: My next note, all caps: John motherfucking Saxon.
0: John motherfucking Saxon. uh.
1: Um, and then this was the last note that I wrote while I was drunk. I do love Chris bursting in, demanding to know why the cop won't take Claire missing seriously.
0: I was really impressed. I was also really impressed. Chris seems like a very good guy, and it makes me sad. So, we see Mrs. Mack on the hook. Again, before that, Peter has a breakdown. Which I did not make a note of, because he's a whiny piss baby, and it doesn't deserve my attention.
1: Um, it's still fairly important to the fucking plot. I fucking guess. It is. I guess. He's he fucks up whatever audition and he smashes the piano.
0: Like a fucking child.
1: It's still very important. To and then the plot. Jess
0: is like, Well, how'd your audition go? What you like, how do, how you, do you, think? you think? Shut the fuck up, Peter.
1: Okay. Well, we have to get married now, about Mrs. Mac. Now, <laughs>
0: well, we have to get we're there married now. now. <laughs> She's like, no, uh, Mrs. Mac's on the hook. My next note after that is filthy Billy. I know what you did, Billy. Stupid Billy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah, me too.
0: So proud um, of Jess for standing up to Peter. I said Peter's a quitter. Also, that's not how you propose. Like, you can't, That's not,
1: like, I'm going to quit the conservatory and we're going to get married. <laughs> and she's like, what?
0: She's like, uh, we're not, I'm not doing that. And he's like, well, obviously you're pregnant. So what do you think is going to happen? And she's like, I have shit I want to fucking do, Peter. <laughs>
1: she's, and she's very quickly coming to the realization that he's a terrible person. Yeah. Like, shut, get the fuck out. <laughs> and she says, she's like, you need to leave like right now because he he's get- losing his mind he breaks one of the christmas ornaments
0: he's a and it's just limit. bad i can't stand this man um
1: and then john saxon shows up with phil what is john saxon's character's name in this lieutenant something
0: <laughs> a very helpful thank you
1: his name is john saxon <laughs> John
0: fucking Saxon.
1: Uh my next note just says John Saxon equals the only cop I respect.
0: <laughs> uh he plays Lieutenant Kenneth Fuller.
1: Fuller. <laughs> That's his last name.
0: So there's another I think this guy's a cop, to be honest with you. Um Bill Graham, because I wrote this down and wrote Bill Graham. Billy Graham? Billy?
1: No. What connection were you trying to make?
0: Billy from the phone, but also like, that's the only Bill that we're shown? I don't know. Also, remember no. Billy Graham, like, the the televangelist? Because I thought that was funny.
1: No, I'm pretty sure Graham's a cop. Okay, And I don't think they ever refer to him as Bill. I think John Saxon only says Graham. Fair enough. Not Billy. <laughs> Billy! No.
0: Tacky glassware to having a death scene. I don't know what that's about.
1: I don't even know the words you just said. Say that again, please.
0: <laughs> Tacky glassware to have in a death scene.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't know you. what you're talking about. I couldn't tell you. Um, my next note just says just like having a wart removed. Oh! because oh. that's what. But in reference to the phone call.
0: It's just like having a wart removed.
1: And then she like freaks out. Understandably so.
0: But
1: I don't like, blame her. No, not.
0: <laughs> like, come on, Jess. That means you get out of the house. You have to leave the house. Um, What if it wasn't Peter is my next note? They well, think it it's, wasn't. It wasn't. They think it's safe to leave her by herself?
1: Well, they put the cop outside the house. <laughs>
0: the call is coming from inside the house and you think it's okay to leave her
1: they don't know the call is coming from inside the. oh at the end
0: yes i thought you meant
1: like why'd they just leave her there and i was like what do you mean i don't know where
0: no they just left her at the end my last few notes in order are that's how it ends (laughs) question mark exclamation point all caps takes up two lines (laughs) what happens to her why would you end a movie this way And then my very last note has to do with my reading, and I'll tell you when it's actually time to read it.
1: (laughs) My last notes uh, the call is coming from inside the house don't go upstairs Jess which is a quote Uh, Peter deserved to die and my very last note an ominous ending (laughs) but also yeah like take her with you. She should also probably go to the hospital. She
0: should go to the hospital just to make sure she's doing okay
1: yeah but also just to be not in the house where her friends got fucking murdered yeah
0: and nobody else sees (laughs) like get her out of there get her out of there do you feel ready to rate it yeah let me know (laughs) last note (laughs) my last note is quote that was a five chainsaw movie for sure and i stand by that this this movie was five chainsaws every step of the way i was shocked i was impressed i was frightened i was laughing i was there was there were so many things the fashion was perfect the humor was on brand the murders were perfect it was like amityville but better mm. <laughs> five chainsaws this so far this year, this has been my favorite movie that we've covered.
1: Wow. Between, well,
0: this and we covered Midsummer this year too.
1: Yes, we did. <laughs> I was going to so say, is, bold as hell.
0: You're like, that's a big statement. This and Midsummer, my two favorites that we've covered this year. God, I love Midsummer so much. I love Midsummer. I can't wait to do our year in review.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm also going to give this five chainsaws. It's. Very iconic. I love when
0: we agree on ratings. I just love in that. a
1: lot of ways. Um It's a classic. It's a great slasher. The ending is so fucking ominous. It of is. just like this yeah, guy's just incredible. we don't know anything about him. He's just in the attic now. And alive. And dress is just left alone in this house. Literally anything could happen. After. after <laughs> that it's is so
0: unsettling.
1: Yeah. Like for does all he, we know, he climbs he back down and just fucking suffocates her.
0: Right? Does That's he? True. Does he stay there? Does he know. come down and kill her? Does he run know. away? Maybe. Does she leave school? Who knows? We don't Who know. Knows?
1: Um. Yeah, Five Chainsaws. I think it's a great movie.
0: This was wonderful.
1: I can't wait to watch this again. <laughs> Every Christmas.
0: Every Christmas. <laughs> That was, right. that was Black Christmas. Yes, it was. Email us. You know the thing. Do the thing. chainsaws at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. chainsaws. Just uh, have a safe and happy holiday season, everybody. Whatever yes. you celebrate with whomever you celebrate with, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Take a little extra time so you can drive nice and slow and and, you know, Nothing too risky. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. We'll see you in the new year. Because our next one. Our our next is the new year. Is the new year. <laughs> are we Crazy. Uh, Are we doing a year in review first or are we doing a movie first?
1: I don't know. We can decide that later. Okay. <laughs> you can say your movie, your next okay. pick if you would like.
0: My next pick is Black Moon. And I don't know how that one's going to go either. It could be like Santa Sangre, where it's just horrible and confusing. So I don't know. I'm just writing Black Moon down in my notebook. Black Moon. All, right. All right. Well, All uh, right. We'll see you folks in the new year. Have fun. Be safe. Do the thing. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.